It's a trap, you walked right into the hate All over a new king that's face is just replaced It's all the same, you still be ruled by force And no matter who it is, they'll still carry on the torch Just a lie, cheat, steal, half of what you make Taxation is theft, it's time to vacate the state Newsflash, all your cash is an you From killers who really do steal from you Inflation is a weapon used by every nation Who says that the same in the world through lies If they disguise and pass off as bravery Well I got news, debt is slavery It don't matter who's matter, a new master don't matter When they both want the same, the state don't play no games They got you trying to survive and put you on sides And ready to kill each other, that's conquering divide It's all for show, all for hyper control Welcome back to tonight's news with the Bones and Tubs podcast Where all reports seem to indicate that we're fucked and we're back boy (laughs) (laughs) all right we're here with you guys on another episode of the bones and tub show so you can sit back whether you're at home look at that second sunrise coming out your window because that's a nuclear bomb whether you're at home you know (coughs) maybe uh drowning your sorrows in a bottle of bourbon or Maybe you're on your way to your job just feeling all sad and shit because you got to go to work. Yeah. Or maybe you're just doing some menial task and you're like, hey, I'm going to throw on something so, you know, I don't I don't just lose it. I'm a big you know? fan of uh, doing cardio and listening to podcasts and then uh, feeling better about myself. I listen, I listen to audiobooks mostly. Me too. I do listen to podcasts, but... I'm a big fan of audiobooks. I've been going back over 112263 this week. Uh, a Scanner Darkly. Oh. For me. You, if you could imagine me doing the face of uh, Peter Bateman. Like, uh, oh, Patrick Bateman, yeah. Patrick Bateman, yeah. With the, the Giga Chad chin. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. Uh, I, I, it's surprisingly <clears throat> one of the only Philip K. Dick books I'd never read. I've never read it either. I just watched the movie. Great. Like, And I've read a lot of Philip K. Dick. Like, You understand... <laughs> There was something that happened to me when I went to college where Sexual. I had a, like I had a lot of downtime. Yeah. Oh. And like this is mind you, this is before phones got very distractive. Yeah. Right? Like this is back when phones were really just we didn't used. You didn't have porn on those things. Yeah, no, you didn't have none of that. You really just used it for f- calling people and texting. And the game Snake. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. You didn't really have it for anything Checking else. Checking your AOL. So like I you know, I had a lot of downtime between classes and I was far away from home. You used to take hobo naps in that time, too. Oh, yeah. I used to take, like, I learned the art of the hobo nap while I was in college. That's good. Because I was too far away to, I couldn't, like, I had a commute, and the commute was, like, over an hour and a half. It was an arduous one. Yeah. So, I really couldn't, like, just go home between classes. It just, economically speaking, it was not viable. Gas prices weren't that cheap. No, definitely not that cheap. That and driving... Like through Cincinnati back home, just sound like it was already an arduous journey as was one way back and forth. A lot of blacks. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I would, I like for the first like couple of weeks, I was like, kind of, I would, that's where I learned hobo naps because I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with myself between classes? So I would literally just. Fall asleep. If it was warm outside or, like, nice weather, I would go sit on a bench outside and sleep. And I learned, like, that having a newspaper actually is proprietary. Yeah. It makes sense. Pillow, blanket, reading material. Yeah. As a pillow, whatever. Yeah. Right? And uh, and then if it was too cold, I would snag one of the couches. Like, they had multiple lounges. 
Or you could just sit. It's and in I, the name. I would lounge. Do, yeah, and I would just go down and lounge and f- sleep on a couch. Fuck yeah. And uh, it's also like, there's a lot of things about college. It's where I figured out that Fago is delicious mm. uh, because I was poor and big giant 24 ounce bottles of Fago were only a buck. Yeah, so it's not just for spraying. Uh, it's, yeah, it's not just for juggalos. Not just for juggling. It's also for uh, poor college students. Yeah, soon to become conservatives. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> On a budget. So, but after a couple <laughs> weeks, you know, because a lot of times, too, I would just, like, meander around the campus. Like, just, you know, getting lay of the land kind of thing. Yeah. And I discovered, I mean, I should have already known this, like... But they had a big, fairly sized, sizable library. Mm. I mean, I had gone past the library a few times and saw it, but I never went in. Well, then I go in. And fairly decent library in this place. So that's where, like, like to pass the time, I started uh, uh, writing out books and reading a ton. Like the boy in The Alchemist. You used a, you got you were excited. I got a thicker one so I can use it as a pillow. And I would also watch movies. Yeah. They had, a, like, a video library. And they had TVs with, like, headphones and shit, so you could, like, sit back and watch a movie. Man, sounds like Like, you were working at Google. Oh, man, listen. Yeah, I I imagine this is what, like, working at Twitter or Google was like. Do they have a wine tap in the wall? I wish they did. (laughs) (laughs) But so, like, I read all of the whole, like, his whole works of Kurt Vonnegut during that time, Um, which I'd already read one of his books before, and I was like, I really like that book. So I was like, I'm going to read the rest of these because they had like his entire catalog of books. Yeah. So I read all of them. Fuck yeah. And um, fell in love with his work. If you've never read Kurt Vonnegut before, I highly suggest it. Well, Skinner Darkly is the one with that creepy rabbit creature, right? Mm, no. Creepy rabbit creature. Yeah. Doesn't he like see things before they happen? And the rabbit creature starts popping up. You think about Donnie Darko? Yeah, Skinner. that's Donnie Darko. Oh, Skinner Darkly was the one with Alex Jones. Yeah, Alex Jones is in that. Wow. So yeah, but, okay. Yeah, I, I yeah. sorry, I crossed wires. Yeah, yeah f- it's okay. Donnie Phil- Darko. But Philip K. Dick wrote um, a bunch of stuff. You've probably seen some of the movies that his work was ad- adapted from, mm. uh, like Total Recall. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, Blade Runner is an adaptation of a story called Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Mm. That show, uh, Electric Electric Sheep, yeah, Electric Sheep, is based off Philip K. Dick. The one I always confuse with Black Mirror. Yeah, they're very similar. But like, think about like this: the way I look at it, it, the Black Mirror ripped from Philip K. Dick instead of the other way around. Yeah, because he was definitely on the scene way before. It's a lot easier to rob from people when they're dead. Yeah. So, and he wrote a lot of really good like. It's hard to describe. I would almost call it like slacker, slacker, slacker sci-fi. Mm. Like, like a Scanner Darkly. So far, I mean, I've seen the movie, right? And Just, I have to say, so far, how does it translate in book? Form? Listen, though, there has to be some sort of divergence somewhere because so far. Because I just watched the the reason I'm listening to the book now is because I just watched the movie the other day. Just on a lark. Yeah. Because I hadn't seen it in a long time. Is that a time. Netflix special? Uh, no, it's on YouTube for free. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, I... It's a great movie. I watched that, and then I was like, you know what? It's like one of the only books of his I'd never read. So, I, I got it on Audible, and I've been listening to it on my way to work and on the way home and stuff. And uh, I don't know where the... It's a, it's a nine-hour, about nine-and-a-half-hour 
audiobook, right? That's so that's not not super long, that's right? A, that's a work shift. But at the same time, it's not like it's it's such a the movie is such a good adaptation, or maybe I'm just drawing those parallels myself, but like even the dialogue and stuff is like almost spot on. Very few variations. So I'm starting to wonder there I feel like for a movie that's only an hour and a half and how accurate it is to the the source material, there has to be some sort of schism between the two because it doesn't make sense that like you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, there's always normally like a scale. Like there t- has to be a chunk of the book t- that was left out of the movie because it's like I haven't gotten that yet. It's all there. Yeah. So far. Well, my question, I'm sure the book as is I don't think I've ever seen an example where the book was worse than the movie. I assume books are always better. But uh I think sometimes you could almost say like even though they're they come they're supposed to be one comes from the other, I think sometimes we can take the two things and be like like I'll give you the example we've talked about this before is the shining. Yeah. You have the book and you have the Stanley Kubrick yeah, that's movie. That's true, yeah. And they was a even though technically the movie's supposed to be based off the book, it's such a divergence from tone and feeling and a lot of the plot of the original source material that it makes one wonder like it it, it almost makes it its own entity. Mm. Like I mean, at the end of the day, though, this is the thing that kills me, though. And if Stephen King's listening, I have to ask this. Like, he hates that version of The Shining so much, right? But at the same time, how could you hate that so much but put your energy behind that shitty, shitty gunslinger movie? The same dude. The Dark Tower movie that they made. fucking Joe Biden videos, Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, if I'm going to sit here and be like... Yeah, yeah, Stanley Kubrick changed the story, and he changed a lot of things about it, but he didn't take your magnum opus and fucking cut it down to, like, the barest of its bones. Not even that. You can't even say it's... It's not even almost like... It's almost like the difference between, like, someone presents to you, like, a fine roasted piece of chicken... Mm. And then say, and then gives you a chicken nugget and says those are the same thing. They're not. The They're same. not the same. No, 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 well, friend. You, you They're not the same. You thing. can notice over the years that he's losing his goddamn mind. Like, how are you going to put your weight behind that? That is a. Sh- that was a piece of shit. Yeah. Like I've never uh, met anyone in my life that liked that. Like, make your own assessments about movies. I, you know, I, I'll put my two cents about shit. Do not. Do not watch that fucking movie. It's goddamn terrible. I actually was going to say, I challenge anyone in the Bones and Tubs nation to go out and check it out and then let us know what you think of I it. I don't want them wasting their time, though. Well, but, you know, buyer beware, you're going to waste your fucking time. That is a waste of your, however long that movie is. Let's say it's two hours. You can buy the six feet tall sideways profile of those books and read them and have your life changed, right? Yeah. But you watch that movie, you're never going to get that time You'll back. You'll never get those two hours back. No. Ever. Horrible. Like, there is so many more things that are more valuable of your time. I would almost rather be attacked by wasps than watch that <laughs> fucking movie again. And you you know just me, imagine, like, it's your torture chamber, and they just have, like, the table set up, and on one table, there's just a TV with, like, a DVD player on it, and then the other one, it's just, like, a vibrating box, and they're yeah. like, all right, which one's it going to be, motherfucker? Nah, you just got to put me in a shed with one wasp nest. And that's terrible, but I would take that over. Uh, I can't. I'm here, like I said, I'm here to tell you now. I don't, I don't, I don't <clears throat> understand the machinations of Stephen King. Sometimes, man, I'm telling you, he's losing his fucking mind. He's starting to get dementia, or something's happened. Because, like, something's happened to him. 
it, the thing is though the, you know what the fuck that part about him though is is that like he's had a lot of his stuff adapted and he has hoard out a lot for for his property for his intellectual property his quote unquote IP to yeah. be used by other people in the most like roughshod ways imaginable right like don't get me wrong there's been some of his work that I think has like a fair shake has been done at it and they did an all right job of it right mm, yeah i mean uh fuck misery mm-hmm. great fucking movie yeah great book i'll never see the chick that played that uh leading female role in misery ever and any anytime i've ever seen her in any other shows or movies i always picture her like oh that's the misery bitch you know what i think i got a movie <laughs> that i a movie that i like better than the book passion and Christ. It, it's stephen king Oh. It's it's a Stephen King. It's not a book of his. It's a story. You're saying uh, the movie is better than the book or the story. Little Men in Yellow Coats, fourteen oh eight. I could see it. They see the thing is like it. What where fourteen oh eight? Like the the short story lacks. Fourteen oh eight corrects with the best kinds of embellishments to the story. Pedophile actors. Who's pedophile in it? I'm pretty sure John Cusack allegedly. Really? I don't know. You want me to look it up? That's a shame. I might have him confused. That's a shame. Let's leave that out on the... All right. Let's leave that out on the shelf to air out for a minute. <laughs> we might have a retraction. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm not afraid to admit when I'm wrong. Ugh. How are you How are you sourcing this? Memory. Oh, you mean uh, my search? Yeah. I'm going to use Google. But what, are you going to type in John Cusack pedophile? Well, you know how, you know how, like, uh, we're going to have to get into this, too. Uh, yeah. Let's just look that up. I'm kind of like, uh, I'm into a big Harry Potter kick, obviously, because that game came out. I haven't played it yet. Oh, man, we got to talk about it real quick okay. in a minute. But. Well, I'm here to tell you now, there is a couple where I'd say... I've read the source and I've watched the movie and there is a few where I can say I'm either borderline simply like I'll give you another one uh Jurassic Park mm. like and here's the thing though I think it's a matter of taste at that point because the original Jurassic Park like the book by Michael Crichton is is infinitely grimmer than the movie right but at the same time, that movie is a classic by he, any standard. Yeah. You are not a child of the 90s. Yeah, he was a... Sorry to interrupt you. He was a, He was on the flight log. Oh, man. That's a shame. But uh, <coughs> you are not a child of the 90s if Jurassic Park isn't in your for real, for real top 10 movies of all time. Yeah. Say I'm wrong. Like, for real. I wish that, you know how, like, older movies get adjusted over time? Like, they'll add, like, a digital remastering. I wish they would make them all look like giant chickens. Just, like, bobbing their heads? Yeah. Make it more accurate. Can we talk about this Harry Potter thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Is it good? I love it. I mean, like, okay, here's the thing. I've heard everything from... I've had heard people say it's shit, but I don't take their opinions into high account because I feel like they're they're being biased, not just based on the gameplay alone. It's the all the politics that get uh, wrapped up in it. As soon as, as well. I saw the politics, I doubled down and bought the deluxe addiction edition. Uh, it was like seventy nine dollars. 
But that uh, sounds like a Freudian slip. The deluxe addiction. Yeah, <laughs> it's an addiction for sure. So, but like, uh, I just I think it's um, for any Harry Potter fan, it's nice because you get like a visual fucking new story that you play the central role in. Is it what you like? Let me. I'm trying to think of. Completely. Okay. <clears throat> Is, I don't know if you'll you'll reference this example, but it's the best one I could think of. Video game to some sort of property that you like. Um, did you ever play the Ghostbusters video game that came out? Like, Never did. oh my god, it came out in like <clears throat> had to be like 2010, 2000, maybe about 2010, 2011. Console or. Uh, yeah, it was on cons- all the consoles. I bet, man, I bet you that's on fucking Steam. Man. Ooh, shit. I know what I'm going to be buying. You level up on there? Uh, you get different equipment. Leveling up is important to me. So you get like new equipment and stuff like that, and you can upgrade your equipment that you have already. Yeah. Um, But the first time playing that game, like, understand Ghostbusters has a place in my heart that... I don't think anything can gird. Like you couldn't tell me something about an actor in Ghostbusters and it wouldn't affect how much I love Ghostbusters. Uh, that was my shit, right? Yeah. And like growing up, it was a cornerstone you know, of if, your your youth. Yeah, yeah, like core memory of that movie, right? Um one and two for that matter. But uh so like growing up, the video games for Ghostbusters up until that point sucked. They were terrible. Like they sucked. Right? They weren't really that fun. Yeah. Like most video game tie-ins with movies kind of sucked back then. Right? Mm. Uh with a few exceptions to the rule, but most of them did. But uh this one that came out back two thousand I want to say it was like two thousand ten, right? It was everything that you wanted. Like you got to use your proton pack to take down ghosts. You got to activate the trap to capture them. You felt like a Ghostbuster, right? Does that... So you get what I'm getting at. Does this game encapsulate the feelings and wants that you had as a child when it came to Harry Potter and what you wanted to be able to do with magic? I like it because it's completely open. You can wander around wherever you want. The castle, you got the rumor requirement that's completely like customizable. You've got... Uh, all the areas surrounding the Hogwarts castle, Hogsmeade, just a giant fucking map. Yeah. And everything's open to you. There's dungeons in the, in the forest. There's, like, monsters everywhere. There's fucking gatherable fucking things for, like, potions. You got all the classes you can attend. Mm-hmm. And you're not held. It's neat because, like, you have quests. But the quests aren't necessarily, at least from what I've seen, like, one of them might be you need to attend fucking potions class yeah and that's doing that quest you learn a skill and then they teach you a new spell the spells are fucking cool too because they have you use your mouse to like trace the the way the wand goes with various buttons that you push and it's like a challenge and then you have like uh stacks of abilities that you can like put your own spell lines together yeah and like the combat's fucking fantastic you can also use like Potions, Transfiguration, Alchemy, stuff like that. Okay. And so, sounds like I'm definitely going to be playing this game now. You know what's really fucking cool is uh, you when you... So, you start as a fifth year. Yeah. Fifth year student. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to catch you up. And uh, I'm not going to ruin the storyline for you because the storyline is completely unique. Doesn't have to do with the Goblin <laughs> Rebellion or something like that. Right. 
Yeah. But there's like a new form of magic. Oh. That's actually not new, but it's old. Yeah. And you're able to see it and like use it. Huh. And so you're directly in the middle of the story. And uh, it's really fucking good. What I liked was you show up after a bit of a kerfuffle with Professor Fig because he comes and picks you up. Yeah. Um, to take you to Hogwarts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, you make it to the end of the sorting ceremony. And you can basically choose... What house you want to be in? You can. It kind of guides you, like you're, you guided it, but then you make the ultimate decision what what cla- what house you want to be in. So I decided to go with Slytherin. Yeah, because I've always wondered what it would be like to be Slytherin, but make only moral choices. Uh huh. And it's like, you see, yeah, I mean, like that's where I thought the books and the movies kind of went wrong. Well, see that, and that's the thing. Like to me, <clears throat> I feel like there are notable Slytherins that weren't bad. Yeah. They're just people who, I mean, the only negative part that I think kind of shines through in most, like, the characters that were Slytherin that weren't bad is that they crave power. Mm. Um, Like, I'll give you the prime example is Slughorn, right? Yeah. He wasn't a bad, he was Slytherin. He was head of Slytherin house. He wasn't a bad guy. Yeah. Right? But he did like to surround himself. He was kind of a star fucker. Yeah. He wanted to be around. He stu- he surrounded himself with people like he thought. Calm down, Harvey Weinstein. Either that were going to go somewhere, yeah, or they were from family that was important. And he was ultimately going to feed off their fame by being exactly like, like he, he wanted to position himself amongst people of power, right? So I've made all the moral choices, but I'm like, I really dig Slytherin House. I think you'll like it a lot. It's really nice. Plus, uh, it's really neat how they did the gear system. Yeah. You have like, uh, I think it's six slots for gear. Mm-hmm. Um, now, are your quest lines affected by what house you pick? Because I heard something that Ravenclaw has the least amount of quest lines. I'm sure they do. But I don't know. I've only, I've only made one character. Oh, okay. I'm like level 15. Uh, but the, I have that same weird addiction to like, it's almost like World of Warcraft or some of the other games that I played that are yeah. like MMORPGs where... You have like rarity in your, in your shit. Mm-hmm. So you might, you know, like the uh, gray is like uh, common items that are bullshit. They might not have any magic. Yeah, that's how you start. And then you get like green, which is uncommon. Blue, which is rare, and purple, which is like super rare. Yeah. And you can do different builds. And he looked like a fucking grandma earlier because I found a blue robe and it looked like a fucking old lady's nightcap. Nice. Look like a piece of shit. And then as I'm doing the quest, I found like. Just a bunch of different items, and I was changing my shit out, and I looked exactly like Willy Wonka. <laughs> I had, like, red boots, fucking purple robes, and a top hat. It was ridiculous. That sounds awesome. All of Anders' shop. Plus, you, you get to go through all the, the whole process, the books, that we all remember and, like, have, like, in our hearts. Yeah. Like, you go to All of Anders, and it goes through the whole wand choosing. It was neat, man. I think you'll like it a lot. I'm probably, I'm probably, I'm going to get it. It's just a matter of... Uh, I'm in the. I'm kind of nearing the end of a Fallout Three <laughs> quest line, so yeah. I'm gonna Basically, wrap that up. Anything to take my mind off the world, like the real world. Man, listen. I've yeah, been, you're right. I've been doing a lot of dieting. I lost 18 pounds in a month, month and a half. Uh, that's good. 16 to 24 hour fast, going to the gym. Finally, have time to get back out in the woods when I start nights. But in the meantime, it's been books, podcasts, and fucking video games. Yeah, because these news. Basically, every time I read the news, I feel like a person who has herpes. <laughs> like I'm in a flare-up, right? 
Yeah. Like my face and my dick hurts or whatever, my asshole. Like every time I wake up in the morning today and I see that we attack the fucking, you know, we're not we're not worried about nations anymore. We're attacking fucking uh aliens apparently. Yeah. We apparently shot down a fucking UFO over Alaska. Nothing to worry about, right? No, yeah, like are you I can't tell, like I don't trust you, media. But yet these are the things that I wake up to. I saw something about that where some guy was like, man, he's like, I joined Space Force knowing that I wasn't going to have to fight, and then I find out that they shot down a yeah. UFO over Alaska, and he's like crying. Like, We've always <laughs> been at war with Alpha Centauri. Oh, my God. But, you know, and then there's the giant balloon in the room. <clears throat> yeah, and if the Chinese were mad that we shot down their spy balloon and, and said that we were going to fucking pay for it, what do you think Alpha Centauri is going to do when they find out we <laughs> shot down fucking their... Uh, uh, car-sized fucking cylindrical non-propulsion uh, thing that was flying over the state of Alaska. Yeah, for all we know that they were on some sort of uh, like sightseeing adventure. They probably came down some here. Some sort of Alpha Centaurian royalty. Yeah, it was some royalty. We set up with uh, we set up a meeting with this Alpha Centauri government to uh, to breach a peace deal on Earth and not cause a nuclear annihilation. And these fucking satanic lizard pedophiles were like, "Yeah, come on down," and they shot it out of the sky. Yeah. With an electric electromagnetic weapon, but that story that I just made up is better than anything you'll see in the news. Oh, definitely, most definitely. <sighs> it just feels like you ever drink a beer with a cigarette in it. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's what it feels like every day. <laughs> you just take it a big old swig. Yeah, like that one time I threw up in your backyard and I drank uh, my spit bottle. Yeah, I gotta tell you, like, yeah, again. that always happens at the most inopportune <laughs> time, you know. It that to me like drinking out of a any kind of vessel that has a used cigarette butt or any any kind of waste material in it, <coughs> yeah, that wasn't intended to be to be consumed, um, is some sort of nexus of bad luck hitting you. Like yeah. it has to happen occasionally. It's some low level karma. I don't even know if it's karma. Oh, it's, it's karma. A, you 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 uh, you inevitably stole a pack of gum, and that's like karma's like I don't want to kill him. Like the. The but, lines of fate just intersected at that moment to fuck you. Man, I recently made the switch to Bud Light because they don't put high fructose corn syrup in their shit. That's a whole different fucking sideline we can go down if you're interested. I got the history. I've got the documents. But uh, <laughs> I <clears throat> I woke up the other night. I took a nap. I'm trying to get back on nights, right? Mm-hmm. Nice schedule. And I had a beer. Mm-hmm. Set it down. Took me a little nappy nap. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they call it back in the day of uh, like Thomas... Thomas Jefferson. It was like the watch. Like you take, a, oh yeah, yeah, you take yeah. Like a couple hour nap, and then yeah. you wake up for a couple hours. You do your intellectual pursuits, and then you go back to sleep. Yeah. And I was like, man, I'm thirsty. I don't want to get a water. Fuck it. I had about a half full beer, and I went and took a drink out of it. And as I pulled it by, pulled it away, there was a like a syrupy strand. Oh. And there was no spit in it. It just became syrupy. Your drink became syrupy. Yeah. Was it a Bud Light? Look it up, man. It's a thing. Was it a Bud Light? Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's it happens all the time with like Coors and shit. I've never had it happen. No, I me just neither. switched to Bud Light and I saw that, and I went. I I had a really good throw up. But maybe I, you you never know. Maybe I've had it happen, and I was so drunk that I didn't care or matter. So weird and gross. I I, I feel like I would know when it happened though. But oh, it was it was bad. Off putting. I can't. Sounds can't, like the word I I would quit say talking about it. <laughs> that sounds fucking disgusting. It was bad, man. Um. Yeah, I don't... Sorry, I don't. aliens. <laughs> yeah. 
So, you know, we shot down a, probably a spacecraft, and then we shot down that balloon. You see Dr. Doug's explanation, though, did you, in the group chat? What? No, I didn't see that. He said it thinks it's bullshit to cover up the fact that, uh, I believe it was Putin saying that basically any country that offered material support to Ukraine is going to pay for it worse than they've ever paid for anything else. I also saw a couple other news stories that were in the back page where... Like, China did a nationwide fucking uh, draft back in October. Yeah. Uh, Everything's inching towards destruction. Well, yeah, I was talking to someone earlier, and there's a lot, a lot of rumors going around right now that basically there's going to be, they're waiting till the wet, like, the, there's going to be a big spring offensive. I thought they were waiting for winter. I thought they wanted the ground to freeze. I don't fucking know. So from what I hear now, it's talk, they're talking about a spring offensive. I told Dr. Doug yesterday, because of the uh, dark season of sacrifice, like, what if this is the actual year? You know, the thing is, though, so I did see this, and it, it's, it raises a good question, is, is that, like, once they had the Ukraine, what inevitably would be next? Because, like, even though the Ukraine, we've kind of laughed about their capabilities before, the next step would obviously be Poland. Well, yeah, and I was Poland say, is not one to be. They listen. They anytime the Polish are met with resistance, they retreat. Mm. I will cite as direct evidence the group chat and Catholic memes. Okay, so here's what I'll say. But here's what I'll say about Poland is that after World War II, I think they might have gotten like they figured it out. Right? They're not. They don't. They're not one to be trifled with. Can't anymore. really change bitch genetics though. We'll see. We can talk as much shit about Poland as we want. Listen, I don't know though, man, because I've seen fucking, I've seen some Polish brick shit houses before. Yeah, but I bet they still ran and went and made burping noises in an open gymnasium. (laughs) Jesus Christ! (laughs) (laughs) But then, even after that, like, what the next step? Like, Germany has some for real, for real fucking weaponry too. Well, you would probably know, but I saw a funny TikTok about that with uh, Germany stepping up, and it was like, who else will stand? And they're asking all these countries, and they're like, nah, we just want to stick it out. And Japan's like, we'll stand up like next to Germany. And then the United States or NATO was like, you guys shouldn't sit next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, for real, for real, though, they, like, I, I'm I'm kind of putting tabs on Poland saying they fucking, they figured out after World War II, like, we're never going to let this shit happen to us fucking again. Well, hopefully not. Like we're Here's done. Here's the thing, though, man. I don't know about you. They don't even let they don't even let refugees in their fucking country. They're, I wish they're like so against anybody, any foreign invaders. I wish we could take like a map of the truth and then map it against our inner dialogues because I feel like you and I have slightly different inner dialogues because mine changes all the time. Yeah, but uh, I don't look at Russia as the bad man. Did you see the interview the other day with Zelensky? Like clearly having a fucking coke attack. See, that's the from thing. Though. Sniffing. I think when it comes to some shit like this, you almost have to abandon the binary idea that one side is good and one side's bad. Yeah, they're both shitty. But the whole narrative from the West is that Russia bad. It's just a, it's we don't the same know. thing with politicians here. Is that exactly, like, none of them are fucking good. Yeah, like <laughs> except for fucking Chuck Schumer. <clears throat> like most of them should get the fu- Clinton, like they like they're pretty good. It, you know, inch a little bit more towards fucking chaos, and they're all getting the fucking guillotine. That's all there is to it. You know what I mean? Like, we tried your way. It's, it's you know, it's it's time to try something else. You know who I'd like to have on the podcast? I forget his name. If you're out there, hit us up at bonesandtubs.gmail.com. Um, it's a very popular meme amongst ANCAPs. 
of a guy calmly painting on the street corner in front of the Federal Reserve Building of it being in flames and there's guillotines outside. Okay, speaking, I'm glad you brought up ANCAP because there is something. Can we leave it at ANCAP and I go pee real quick? Yes. So I saw this article earlier. This is why we have to talk about why I feel like there are very. The problem with anarchy. Yeah. Right. And I think the real problem is that there's no, like, and I know this is going to sound bad, but there's no dogma to it. Everybody's interpretation is different, right? Because mm. I saw this article earlier. Isn't that freedom, though? Let me continue. Okay. Because um, I saw this article from, um, I can't remember what it was from, but it was, um, it was out of California. This woman, who for years has purported herself to be an anarchist, has a cake shop. Um, she's very anti-incarceration, um, prisons, very against all that, right? Mm. Policing, all that stuff, right? She was mugged by two men. And when she tried to defend herself um, and try to stop them from stealing her car, they dragged her for a block and crushed her head. Mm. And now her family, because they think like she does, are saying that they don't want the two individuals that did that did it to receive any jail time. I have a problem with that. Okay, so I have like let me expand on that thought experiment. Because they said they they like it will do them no good to go to prison. Right. But I mean at the same time, like if you look at the uh not incarcerating thing like I watched an interview the other day with a guy on death row. He's probably dead now, but um, he was at he was asked one of the questions like because he appeared on the outside to have made all these changes in his life and became a more like a valuable individual spiritually and physically and all that. Yeah, and they asked him they're like, "Do you think that you should uh, be put to death?" And he was like, "No, I don't." He's like, "I'm sure you would expect anyone on death row to say that." He's like, "However, uh." They don't have any proof. I didn't do anything wrong. And he's like, honestly, if the system was perfect, and he's not talking about the criminal justice system, he was like, the idea of abolishing all that, right? And the idea that, like, let's say that I wrong you in a violent way, right? Yeah. You're not going to be happy if I spend the rest of my life in prison, right? He's talking about a more base level of, like, bond him out. And do what? Deal with it. Because, like, that, that the whole thing about, like, family members being the ones that, like, eye for an eye type shit, or whatever you feel, if you can prove it. So, if the family of the victim doesn't want anything to do with it, then I guess they just cucked out, right? Well. What, are you going to let the state step in and be your daddy? Like, they, Here's the thing I have a problem with, though, <coughs> is that, and we won't know how she felt in the moment, Right. But it kind of reminds me of that whole thing, there are no atheists in foxholes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, she probably made a full change. There is no anarchist when it comes, like, when you're confronted with anarchy. My version of anarchist in California, probably, or anywhere, would have been, like, irregardless, or is that even a word? No, it's just regardless. Uh, regardless of actual law. I wouldn't have a gun, and I would shoot you, 
but even then there's there's cucked out people out there that would say like it, oh so you're saying that your tv or your property is more important than someone else's life yeah well that's not because they made the choice you crossed the threshold you came into the castle or you you assaulted the kingdom i did my problem with this is is that like I feel like anarchy, because that's the thing you say you deal with it, but at the same time, like, they're like, understand, like, these systems. I'm not saying the criminal justice system is perfect. It's not. It is actually really, really bad. Broken. It's broken. Right. But there are certain aspects of it in its inception itself was it, it was created for a purpose. And part of that purpose was due process of the law and extenuating slavery. Well, okay, that's that's later. We're talking about early law here. We're talking about let's we're talking about very early concepts of law, right? <laughs> and one of those concepts that we're entitled to, we have a right to is due process, right? And bonding somebody out or letting them just go after they committed some heinous crime and then them getting killed by a family member of the person, that's not due process, especially if there's if there's reasonable doubt. Like you have to have these things in place because too like I'm sure at one point in time well, the yeah. system was a lot more simple. And what you're saying is what happened. It creates but the, blood feuds. But the problem is, is that it's an it 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 causes innocent people to die because they got accused of something they didn't do, and because they're you you lack these. <coughs> think of it like I like think of it like um like gateways. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you have these processes that have to be done. I know it feels like it's sterilizing and that it's impersonal, but at the same time, like plenty of dudes have sat on death row for decades and then come to find out because of evidence that came down the line. Oh shit. This motherfucker didn't do it. Right. Well, that's, I'm talking about like after an investigation fuck ups and you got prosecutor, uh, corruption and all that where they don't want to lose the state doesn't want to lose and they end up convicting the wrong person but i mean like i guess let me let me sidebar into it into a thought and see how you think it merges with the puzzle uh you know how they keep passing these these bullshit gun laws right yeah and then occasionally you'll hear like six months eight months later it went to the supreme court if not longer than that and the supreme court's like no go fuck yourself you can't require someone to yeah yeah you know whatever like you can't you can't alienate or you can't keep someone from a second amendment right yeah they have the right to protect themselves so let's say for instance this lady wasn't a crazy person and by that i mean like an ancom or somebody who uh doesn't believe in physical violence at all and let's say that she was for whatever reason afraid to have a gun she had a gun she shot the motherfucker she was not in need of due process at that moment because she was being aggressed upon by strangers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's the same thing, but like with the criminal justice system, let's say you walked upstairs and God forbid something terrible is going on in your household. Someone's come in and for whatever, they're doing whatever. You catch them doing whatever Yeah. and you fucking put them down. Now you're the one going to jail. Yeah. And you're the one has to deal with the criminal justice system. Yeah. You know, I, I see both, like I said, I what's the answer? That that's the problem. Yeah, is there has to here, be a here's, middle ground. Here, here's what I here's what I see. This is my concept, <laughs> right? Is that the problem? The biggest problem with the criminal justice system, as it stands, is that it's too impersonal, right? The whole idea that we have judges, right? Like Meaning I feel dresses. like I feel like judges are like they're too impersonal about it. 
does that if I know that doesn't make sense because they're supposed to be impersonal. They're supposed to be impersonal and partial, yeah. But the but the problem is is that like when they're getting dudes in here, and this is why the criminal justice system is so fucked up, like they're like, Oh, you did this, so like this says this chart says that you have to do X amount of years. Like yeah. how about this? How about the judge determines how don't don't uh uh appeal to a, a chart right yeah appeal to like your your logic and your reason well that that's depending on you ex- accepting or expecting rather that the judge is actually impartial and not in any way shape or form and conflicted it, by the system but but that's the other problem is is that we've seen, we've seen more often than not judges who feel like they've been disrespected suddenly like they'll start slapping more time on people <laughs> just because they feel like they're just dis- and it's like that's abuse of power. Yeah. Right. What about that one judge that just got arrested not that long ago for deliberately sending children to a fucking, uh, or not children, but youths to a, uh, like a state camp where he got kickbacks, even if they weren't guilty. That shit's crazy, man. Like, he's doing fed time on that. Or, like, it, the, the shit's just wild these days, like, or the fact that, like, we have to pass laws, like, one more law to utopia, right? Mm-hmm. Like... I just saw the other day they're passing a law. I I can't remember where exactly it was at. It's called Sasha's Law, and the re- so basically, um, fuck if I can remember where this happened at. Basically, this is what happened. This has to do with this is they're passing laws that have to do with this because of part of this is the reason is there was this girl who I guess was not feeling like a girl, right? And the teacher took it upon themselves to, um, like, basically, it, you know how they're passing these laws now, basically saying, like, school districts can't withhold information like that from parents? Yeah, stop giving drugs ha- and treatment to children. Because it's happening a lot, and this has to do with that. So, basically, what happened was, is they gave this girl a chest binder, and were setting her up for appointments with doctors and all sorts of stuff beyond her parents' scope, right? So, how the fuck does that happen in the first place? And then... um. How is that allowed? So then, um, they, uh, the school contacted, um, like the authorities that they're like, this girl isn't safe with her family because, like, they didn't want her, them knowing that she was transitioning, right? Yeah. So they put her in an all boys, uh, foster home good how'd that turn out uh she was sexually assaulted multiple times she was actually more or less sex trafficked mm. by the other boys because she was because she ident quote unquote identified as a boy like it's like we've we've reached a point where like common sense isn't isn't something that like where before the whole point was it was common yeah right but it's just not even there anymore like common sense would be hey stupid this person who identifies as a boy but has the parts of a girl should not be put in a fucking foster care home with a bunch of fucking teenage boys. Well, she's a boy. It's a bad fucking idea. It's fine. She's a boy. It's a stupid idea. Don't fucking do it. Because this is like, we know these things, like, it's like, it's crazy because it's like knowing that I, I, I'm trying to. Uh, it's it's just so crazy to me. Like, imagine like uh, uh, you have a glass of water, right? Mm. And I tell you, if you tip that glass of water over, you're gonna get water everywhere. 
and then you do it anyways, and then water goes everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I well, told just told you before, there's going to be water everywhere. Before I tipped it over, I would call you a racist. Like, we know that you put somebody, regardless of how they identify, right? Like, and you put them in a situation where there's potential. First of all, I'm offended that you didn't say point of privilege when you started talking. <laughs> But there's potential there. We're dealing and with then, mental illness, And then tubs. they do it anyways. And it's like, come on, man. It's mental illness. You let that. You basically led that girl into a fucking... And don't, first of all, don't come at me with the fucking victim <clears throat> shaming shit or none of that shit. Because I, I've told everybody on this show, I've told everybody in real life a long time ago, that until like you understand my ideology when it comes to this, and that's that like amongst us, Walking amongst us, there are there are you know monsters. There are human shaped monsters. Yeah, right. Human shaped animals, if you will. Human shaped animals, right? It doesn't matter how much you tell them this is wrong or that is wrong. They still do these things. So inevitably, to 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 protect yourself from that, you would want to you would want to create barriers around yourself in order to stop something like that from happening. Right? You'd think so. You would think so because these human shaped monsters act like us. Talk like us. They they're us in every single c- capacity, except they're not human because they're fucking monsters. Yeah, we're getting to the point in society right now where it feels like, uh, maybe we are dealing with some type of lizard shit. You know, like there is some definite lizard brain shit at least going on with psychopathy and fucking violence and a draw towards sexual deviance at the hands of like ruining innocence it's it's a lot i just i don't uh i'm with you i don't know i don't know the answer but i'll tell you like i feel like the bow has to break somewhere right it's got to break like because that's the thing and i i've seen plenty of left-leaning people be like Look at these examples and look at well, the people the saying left. this crazy shit, and they're like, "This isn't us." And it's like, yeah. then you got to be vocal, motherfucker, because the problem is, is you've got a very vocal minority of people saying this crazy shit, and you need to fucking silence them now. Well, there's you need no to si- nip. You there, need now, to you need no, to nip this fucking shit in the bud. Yeah, you don't do it by silencing them though. You you call them out. That's the whole thing. Is that there should not be any like restriction on freedom of speech. Everybody should be able to talk. Like uh, that way, you can bring them out in the court. Of public opinion and fucking assassinate them with your fucking intellect. Like you have a did people you see with mental illness? Did like, you see the Twitter shit? Uh, with the Congress and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They called out that dude for being a pedophile. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what should happen. They like it. Just it 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 boggles my fucking mind. You you have like these vocal crazy people with mental health issues. Mm. They're they're they're. They got they got silly brain. Yeah, the brain is silly for real. All the fucking way. Yeah, right. And and you know and, and I have always like I think I we talked about it on the last show. I have always been willing to come across the aisle and talk to people who think differently than me, except right? for people that want to fuck kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> or fuck kids. Up. First of all, they're not people, but they're not. Okay. Um, but like, say, like someone who's a collectivist, right? Right. I will have a dialogue with them, right? Now. But the thing is, is like there's certain things that once, like to me, it's all, like you know they call them dog whistles. It's like a dog whistle for me. If I hear you, if it, I hear it come out of your mouth, the conversation's over because we obviously can't have this conversation anymore. Like um, the whole racism is um, 
bigotry plus power or whatever. Yeah. Prejudice plus power. Yeah. As soon as someone says something like that, white people can't um, experience racism. experience racism. That shuts it, and yeah. that's their that's their reasoning. I cannot fucking listen. How to does it, no it make more. you feel? So I, I would like to I'd like to give you a, a thought bomb real quick and see how you diffuse it. So you know how they have we've talked about this innumerable amount of times where this vocal minority that they're given all the spotlight to right on both sides uh deep right and deep left yeah and they're the ones that we're all like paraded around as a shadow show that we watch in the cave while we're strapped to that fucking chair um how does it make you feel that they're the ones that are making policy like how does that work that they're the ones affecting policy that they're the ones yeah, that, like... like, uh, they're the ones that are now the teachers that are the ones you're talking about, where they also somehow manage to take them to doctors who, and I'm sure it's, like, location-based, but this is a cancer. Here's the and thing. if you don't burn it out, it'll fucking spread everywhere. Here's the thing. I think what it boils down to is that extremity, extremity, whether from either side, to the media... Yes, yeah. and to the opposite side of the spectrum is more se- appealing. It's more sexy than people who are just like. But these are people with like, professions that like, aren't lo- like logical, reasonable, pe- reasonable people who are like, no, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, right. Like, and then pro- profess the fact that like, you know, this side's wrong in a lot of things. Right. And besides wearing a lot of things. Can we not right. can we not acknowledge the elephant in the room too? I learned a new term this week. Have you ever heard of autogonophilia? No. You should Google it. Because that way it doesn't sound like I'm trying to instruct you. <sighs> autogonophilia. That's a lot of Gynophilia. Gyn autogynophilia? Yeah, that's I, th- I think that's how it's spe- how it's spelled. Auto gyno, like gynecologist? I believe so. Autogynophilia. A word? I look for definition and I can't. It doesn't give me a. De- what is the meaning of autogynophilia? A male's propensity to be sexually aroused by the thought of himself as a female. Yeah. It is the paraphilia that is theorized to underlie transvestism and some forms of male-to-female transsexualism. It's an identified mental issue where men dressed as women or acting as women just in the act and practice are getting sexual gratification. So, Whoa, this, wait a minute then. No, no, hold on. This is a, a hot-button topic with some of the listeners and some people that we're rather close to and know where I've had arguments with about this, you know, fucking drag queen story hour type shit and how like, uh, drag is not sexualized. It's a, it's an expression, whatever the fuck, but no, it's an actual designation in the hall of psychology. It's a fucking mental illness. So you're telling me that, that leads to sexual gratification. Some people who dress up like women do it because they get off on it. I don't to feel you. Huh. I kind of feel like that, that like uh, leans the debate a bit. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to roll the dice. I wasn't willing to roll the dice before I, I now, learned about that. You don't think all 
people I think people that do that. I think here hear me out. I don't give a fuck what you do as an adult. I don't. Don't care what. As long as you're not harming people in one way or another, do whatever the fuck you want to do. But when you start doing some shit around kids, that's when I care. Because I feel like it's like mixing that with autogynophilia mixed with exhibitionism. Yeah. Right. Right. So, again, feel free to do whatever the fuck you want. There's plenty of drag queens that are like, are against... Well, they're the ones that are that are against the the, the children's story time. The movement—it's just kind of like the leftists we just talked about uh, coming against the the extremist leftism. They're like, "This is bullshit," or the feminists that are out against it. Because you know, know, but this is the same thing. You got you've got trannies or uh, crossdressers, transvestites that are against it too, because they're like, "Children have no place here." Because you you know, the crazy part to me is they admit what it is. Like a few years ago. And I mean, when I say a few, I mean maybe about a decade, right? <laughs> a couple to, few. Like, I can remember people going to drag shows, mm-hmm. right? And it was like a fun thing to do. It was like going to like a live I've been to drag shows, yeah. Right? And there, and I feel like to me, we're we're just fucking country boys. You ever been Rumble to a County? drag show? No. You should. I'm. You know me, man. No, no, I'm, no. It's, it, it's nothing. I'm nothing. Nothing against him, and, and I'm sure I might enjoy it. But you know, I don't. No, let me give I'm you. I'm not a big crowd person. Let me you give know? you. A, let me give you a prototypical uh, bones answer. Right. Okay. I saw some sexy lesbians there. Oh. You had but, uh, you had female GI Joes going up on stage, flaunting their stuff. The same time you had Dave from accounting walking up there looking like a fucking but so we're two country boys from Preble County right yeah and we know other country boys from they've got like 10 years ago it would have been nothing to be like oh man we went to a drag show last week mm-hmm. and you know there might be a few people that we know be like she's going to a fucking drag show Preble County guys would probably think like oh, I didn't fucking, hear about the tractor pull fucking, when did that happen you fucking queer drag show like I'm sure there's some that would be like that but most of them are like ah was it good like was it cool yeah. and shit like that what was it like but the and to me like we hit you know what's what's wrong like i feel like as a society like about a decade ago or so maybe maybe a little bit further back like right around after we graduated high school up through our our first formative years i think we might have hit the peak of like acceptance in this country where everyone was mostly like like i said you had country boys going to drag shows nobody cared if you were fucking gay or lesbian or none of that shit you had uh, African-American friends and you didn't think twice about it just that like you were like you know what I mean like nobody thought about that shit yeah. right and then like something fucking happened well it was uh, we died in 2001 and then we died again in 2010 and I think the uh, that was a CERN but then we had uh, the political upheaval Barack Obama started it Trump threw gas on the giant bonfire that he created and now we have a domestic like, pedophile cult, like culturally, pushing the cultural issues. Culturally speaking, we hit like some peak nexus. Yeah. Right? But I think the problem is now that we won so fucking hard, right, with the cult, culturally speaking. There's, don't get me wrong, that not, not that, that time was like some sort of utopia, right? But it, culturally speaking, I think we all had, had, had come across the nexus where like everybody was just chill for a hot second, right? And then, like, it's like all the lines started, they intersected all at once, but then all the lines started skewing in other directions and shit. And it well, just it's, it's got a, all fucking out it's of It's another out of aspect. Haywire. It's another aspect of the uh, trivium, or I'm sorry, the 
What do you call not the trivium, but the uh, the quadrivium? It's inverse, right? So let's say that the trivium and quadrivium are necessary for learning, right? Yeah. And development of human mind and spirit. So the law of polarity would say that there's a dark version of that, right? Yeah. There has to be. We have to be in the dark throes of the anti quadrivium. Right now, where so, we're talking about, like, I won't rest until Zizem, Zizer, animal folk are acknowledged in Congress. Like, that's where we're at right now. So basically... And let us fuck your kids. And meanwhile, during all this, the Catholic Church has, has steady stayed fucking kids, and they're still allowed to do it. So, I mean, you, I think you're onto something with the anti-trivium, because... Has to be. Think about it. Anti-grammar. <laughs> yeah. Anti-logic. Anti yeah. And anti-rhetoric. Right? Like... You can't. So, like, let's look and at the math grammar. Is racist. They have spent. They have toiled trying to. When it comes to the anti-grammar side, you, we could take this this three level and really break it apart right now. They've taken the grammar. I hope I and they've this. tried to. They've tried to change the grammar. Right. They tried. Well, they tried to change the definitions of things and stuff like that. So, like, not like let's say like racism. Where racism before was like prejudice against an entire race of people. Yeah. Right. Um. So, but now, like I said, the anti. The anti-grammar patrol are like, no, 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 no. It's not that. What about anti-logic? Anti, oh, anti-logic's easy. That's like... Male, female. That's, or... Uh, right, uh, wrong. Um, that's the idea. Yeah, it, it's all that stuff. It's, it's like all inverse. Like, the the ideas, like, yeah, it's all, like, it's the, it's the, it's the, in, yeah. <laughs> and then their rhetoric is anti like... Anti-rhetoric. Because, because the thing is, you can't even... Like with those crazy leftists, you can't even carry you as a person. You as a, <coughs> I'm gonna say it. I hate saying this shit because it feels part of it feels like a slur. But you are a cis, cis heteronormative white male. But even using that, you're using their terms. You're using the. But terms. that's what they say. That's what they say. Right, I'm not right. saying that's no, no, what no. you are. Okay, I get because it. like because the thing is, first of all, but that's anti. I'm gonna tell you right now. Rhetoric. Anybody calls me cis to my face, I'm punching them. Yeah. Right in the fucking face. Right in their boy pussy. Right in the fucking nose. Yeah. Come the, come at me and call me a cis male. Come at me, bro. I'm going to, like... Catch me outside. Uh, How about that? I saw... Because I saw a good comparison for that the other day. Like, it was a woman who was talking about the whole cis Did thing. Did you assume her gender? And she... Cubs? And she was, like, talking about how, like, I'm not cis. Don't call me cis. I am a woman. She's like... <laughs> she's like... Uh, oh, oh no. How did she compare it? She said it along the lines of, like... um like, it's like, I'm Coca-Cola, right? Yeah. And you wouldn't call it anything but Coca-Cola. And he's like, and you're Diet Cola, you're Diet Coke, and you're trying to tell me that I have to be called Coca-Cola Classic now. This is fucking like, madness. She's like, I'm not Coca-Cola Classic. This I'm is just, mental illness. She's like, I'm just Coke. No, no, she was arguing against this. Do you understand? Okay, yeah. She's saying she's a... No, she's an actual... I, I just, no, no, no. She's a biological woman saying this. I understand. It's just hard for me to understand because it's so goddamn... Like, this is this is what happens when the trivium, quadrivium tries to argue with the ante. Like, you're... You're 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 mixing with their terms and it fucking confuses me. But she's... No, this, this was an actual biological woman who was arguing against cis. Yeah. She was saying, don't call me cis. She's like, I'm regular, bro. I'm a woman. Yeah. I'm original. I'm normal. You're making shit up. Yeah. You're yeah. you're putting... And she's like, for a group of people that want us to uh, 
to- accept and tolerate your guys's preferred pronouns. She's like, you're not doing a very good job of it on the other end when I'm trying to tell you, don't call me fucking sis because I don't identify as that. Well, that's a point of privilege. I identify as a woman. Yeah. Right? And it's the same thing with me. Like I said, somebody calls me sis to my fucking face. You better be prepared for a knuckle sandwich. I swear to God, I can't wait till I hear that shit. I don't think it'll happen, though. I think this is all... I think you gotta, like... This is all that end of the world shit, You gotta man. bring... You gotta bring that same... Imagine, if you will, if someone calls you sis, you gotta bring this... You gotta match the same energy that a black dude would match if somebody, a white dude, gave him the hard R. You know what I mean. I know. Like, you gotta match... You, you know that... You've seen that rage before. Yeah. You gotta match that tone so that they're afraid. You know what else is... Uh, so that they don't use it no with more. That, that will that will give you a thought... How many have you seen be called that and not be affected because they're used to it? And how is that being affected now today in society on our end? I'm going to be honest with you. Um, in real life, and this is kind of weird, I have never seen a black person called to their face the hard R. But, yeah, so, like I said, anybody wants to come at me and call me sis. Yeah. I'm going to pop you in the fucking mouth. Phew. You ready to go to jail for assault? I'm going to make you swell. T- you, you know ready, what? You ready to go? You know I mean, what? I'll bail you out. You just call me. You know what, I'm man? there. I don't give a fuck anymore. I'll leave work early. You know, like, I'm surprised there aren't more people there. Just like, you see these fucking cocksuckers running their fucking mouths, right? And you're like, you're watching these videos. I'm watching these videos. I'm like, why haven't I seen more people just fucking just eat teeth? Like, I feel like we've come to a point now, people need to start eating teeth. Have you watched The Last of Us? Yeah. What are your thoughts? I like it so far. Do you think perhaps, how far are you into it? I've watched, I'm, I'm caught up right now. Okay, I'm not caught up. Well, the reason ma- why I asked is because I, I thought of this last night while I was watching, I was like, I have to ask Tubbs. Do you think perhaps this whole fucking anti-quadrivium and anti-trivium is some form of cordyceps? It because be. they're so goddamn fucking virulent in their ideas that it's like I can't explain it any other way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you it think we're be. dealing with cordyceps? It could or that what's that one parasite that affects the brain from cats? Oh uh toxoplasmosis. It's like that. Yeah. Right. So uh, maybe fuck speaking, what if I was infected? Yeah. I went to a drag show. Yeah, maybe listen. I <laughs> maybe I breathed it in through one of their cat boxes. Speaking of um Last of Us. I want to talk to you. So you've been watching. How far along are you? I just watched the gay guys. Uh, oh, you watched that episode? Okay, that's the one I want to talk about. How close am I to where you are? There's yep. only one more episode after no that No shit. One. Yeah. Fuck, I hate starting shows when yeah. I got to wait. Okay, so um, <coughs> that episode. So me and Toby watched it, right? Mm. And and in this sea of a lot of shit that feels propaganda yeah. right? The gay shit was propaganda I don't think it was. It was, listen. Here's here's the thing. We watched it, and then I thought about it, right? And then we watched it again. And I really watched it the second time, right? And here's the thing. Because I wanted to find it. But, like, to me, when the storytelling is good enough, you don't notice the shit, right? See, and I that felt, was such a good... I felt exactly the opposite. I felt like it was a great love story, man. Hear, hear me out. Like, I thought it was a beautiful love story. Hear me out and, in my limited thought, and then tell me what you thought about my thought. Okay. I think they didn't do a good enough job introducing the characters, and they made it all about the gay shit. And I, then they immediately ripped out the gay shit. 
I here here to get to get social media points. You know what? I don't see whether they <clears throat> wanted social media points or not. Whoever crafted that story for that episode did an excellent fucking job. Maybe I'm just fucking retarded. Listen, then. go like okay. Think about in this lens. Take away for a minute, like, like because I know they you, you see you see because the problem is you see so much of that shit these days. You don't know when to like look at something and be like, oh. That's actually like because here's the thing, we're not going to sit here and pretend that gay people don't exist, right? Right. They in that's fact, not what I'm saying. They in fact, well, I know you're not saying that, but the thing is, is that when it's thrown in your face constantly, it feels fabricated, right? Yeah, that's what but, I thought that story was. See, no, I didn't feel that in this one. This one felt like it was just a good story. But like they a, went, they there was no like, and it was a lead up. It, it was a story. Well, that's the thing, though. I mean, you got to think of it like an anthology. You're not going to be able to like, like build up too much compare right? it to a, a a heterosexual relationship they fast forwarded that gay shit okay i'm gonna tell you right now so this is the thing about that episode there's another thing about that is that one that episode was an hour and a half long right yeah there is a cut of that episode that's over two hours long okay and they had to cut it down right but the guys who made the show were like when they made that episode were like um <clears throat> they basically said they're like listen we had this huge cut of it and they're like they're like and the, it was devastating they're like it was so fucking sad and they're like but well, that's what but, you, the, what the, but the hbo heads about- ha- the hbo heads made them cut it down right yeah so i feel like that's a whole at least a whole half ass half hour that you completely cut out of the episode but i guess i'm saying comparatively to like you think about relationships and let's say left le- or not left for dead it's a video game uh the Walking Dead, where you had like you're building characters, you're building character relationships, and all that. It just seemed to me like they were like, "Hey, here's two guys. Let's jerk off on this episode and make it some gay shit." Okay, you know they didn't. They didn't take that. They didn't take the care to build the people. Now, see, they, that's the thing, though. I, f- I'm gonna be honest with you. That was one of the better, even though it was like a standalone episode. And it did, but to me though, it did push the plot forward because the whole idea of it was supposed to be to inflect upon Joel that <coughs> you are a protector and you need to protect the people that you love at all costs. Right. And that's what the whole episode was about. Was and I like I said, I love the episode. So I'm, I know that like Bill and Frank, right? Like Bill understood like his purpose was to protect Frank. I understand. And that. then once his purpose was over with. Like, he's done. Like, he has no other reason to go on. I understand that uh, message, but I just feel like, like I, like we just said, I, I have no problem with the gay the gay thing. But, like, don't, I feel like they did such, a, maybe it was the cuts. It could be the cuts. But I feel the like cuts. they did such a terrible job. I mean, they had to jump forward in time. I and understand. That, and that causes kind of some just, distortion. But. It just seemed like, to me, honestly, like, if you're, if you're going for that, that aspect, you did a poor job. All of, here's what here's all I'll say about it is that for the amount of time they had, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not big into romance shows or anything like that. Me either. It was one of the better on-screen romances I'd seen in a long time. Mm. And honestly, I thought the two actors who did it had great chemistry. That one dude, the 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 clear top, he reminded me of the guy from that show Park. I think it's Parks. Oh, you're t- that's he is that's the guy from Parks and Rec. It's the same guy. Yeah. I thought they were trying to fucking mold him like that. No, dude. no, that's him. That's fantastic. No, that's Nick Offerman. That's fantastic. You know he's a brother, right? No. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. 
I thought about it the whole time, and I was yeah. tired, so I didn't look it up. But I was like, "This guy looks. Yeah. He looks like the dude that's like, you need to clear up my desk. I have ground beef in there, and if you don't get it out soon, it's going to start to smell." Yeah, I'm using all of my 341 personal days starting now. Yeah, that's that's that guy. That's fantastic. Right, you about ready to wrap this up? Oh man, I got to piss so bad. Let's do all it. Right, let's do it. All right, I think that about wraps it up for us. We'd like to thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. We hope you tune in next time. We'd like to thank Blood the Brave. Blood the Brave at Bandcamp, Blood the Brave on Twitter, Blood the Brave on Instagram. Check him out, Anarchist Rapper, Intro and Outro Music. He's a savage. You can message us at bonesatubs at gmail.com. Longer form. Um, We're on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter. Bones Tubs. Yep. Uh, but once again, we'd like to thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. We hope you tune in next time. And, be t- and between now and then, we hope you stay safe. Certainly stay safe. It looks like everything's about to melt down around you. We love you. We really do.